We are I. Good morning, everybody. 5.15 a.m. And the lights are on and the lights have been on for uh, like a few weeks now. Like it's it's shocking to me how dark it is in the morning. There's not even like that that glimmer of, of sunlight, of hope, of sunrise, of the start of the new day. But um, it's not too far off. Like we're not we're not deep into the year yet where, you know, like it's going to be another hour or two before we see the sun but um, it's coming it's definitely coming and you can see it you can feel it and the transition to fall is here it's cool in the morning you know like they had the air has that smell we're out in here in bc where it becomes a little bit more a little bit more moist like you know that the rain is coming and you know the season seasons have started to shift now all that aside, what's burning on my mind this morning, and uh, this is something that I think I talk about, uh, you know, kind of like abstractly on this podcast a lot, and um, it's something that I talk about it in life quite a bit, and has to do with advancement, you know, like technological advancement, human evolution, you know, everything about being the engulfed in the human experience these days. You know, like, is technology better for us? You know, like, is it really? Like, there's a, a strong argument that, yes, like, some technology has been awesome. But s- since we invented the fire or a club, a knife, like, how much past that technology has been good and actually has helped us as a species and not systematically started to unweave the fabric of the human experience. You know, and I think communication is the same way. You know, why did we interlace or why did evolution interlace emotion into communication? You know, and then we evolve into having multiple languages, hundreds, if not thousands, and most likely thousands, if not tens of thousands of languages on this planet. And we don't have a universal one, but we do have universal emotions. You know, so wouldn't it make more sense to be able to express our emotions non-verbally and this is what could connect us? You know, so it kind of comes back to, to words. You know, like we need fire, we need a club, we need a knife. You know, but how much past that when it comes to communication and words, verbal communication, like how much of that do we actually need and how much of it is being to our detriment? Because we know that communication is always said to be key. Communication in a friendship, in a relationship, in a business transaction, communication in life is paramount. We've we've held communication as this grand standard of success, grand standard of understanding. We've held communication on this pedestal. If you have good communication, you're a great person. If you have good communication, you're successful in all those categories. 
But again, we've taken language and we've made it so convoluted that it's it's ever evolving. You know, like there's words that get eliminated from the dictionary because we just don't use them anymore. There's words in the dictionary that the meanings get changed because we've changed the meanings of words over time. We've taken full words and making them abbreviated. We've taken full words and we've made them a half. We've turned them into slang, which has become language. You know, we manipulate this and, and we expect there to be this base level of of communication. But then we we enter into communication the emotion. But now we get into how emotionally intelligent are you? This is this is another pedestal moment for us as human beings, like understanding your emotional intelligence. How well can you control your emotions during a conversation? How well can you control who you are and what's seeping up inside you while you're having a conversation? In my mind, like, why is it so fucking hard? Like, how is air coming out of my mouth that sounds like something? Why does it take such effort and control? Again, is this where technology and advancement this is where human evolution has it been to our benefit how much easier was it to communicate to somebody when you drew a picture of yourself as a stick figure on the wall and a sun in the air indicating that you like the sun or it's a sunny day but you just didn't really know anything else past that it was just it was that easy as these little pictures it's easy to understand a picture it's easy, you know, but then you want to explain in 150 words or less why that picture is that picture and why is it amazing and argue to the other person why they should even value the reason why your picture is, is so good and why you are entrenched in your picture being so good. Like that is where we're at today. But again, it's, is this all to our benefit? Have we done this all to our benefit? You know, then we get into the layers of, you know, text messaging where it's like I can write the same thing, you know, that I'm going to say, but since you're reading it under your emotional context, it might sound completely different. Again, why is communication this hard? Then we resort back into a text message or an email having to explain our emotional state. Hey, I'm having a great day. How are you? Blah, 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 blah. You have to set the tone, the context for what is, or you're going to send emojis along with your message so that you people know that you are happy because you put a smiley face or in your good mood. So you put a little huggy guy or, you know, that you're feeling great. So you put a flexed arm or a little bomb or a hundred percent. But again, why has it become this hard? Like, why does it take that much effort? You know, when you're writing an email and somebody proofreads it for you and it's just like, well, you know, like you're coming on a little strong, you know, it's a little too direct. It's a little bit to the point. And it's like, yes, that's the fucking point. All I need to know is, hey, is this, this and this done yet? Or, hey, where's this and this at? Or, you know, like, what is your plan for the day? You don't need the other six or seven sentences before that to be able to soften the question of like, hey, I was just wondering where this project is, you know, at right now, because that's too blunt and too direct.
See, this is this is what I'm saying. Like, and then, you know, we haven't even tapped into the component and the aspect of how people's anxiety is attached to, you know, concepts that are deep-seated and embedded in their mind and their heart that get expressed through hearing and then by way through verbalizing. And this is what communication has turned into in our lives. Like, why? There's so many aspects to life where I feel like a little de-evolution would be great. And a big part of that would be communication and technological advancement. It just seems like it's a need and necessity for us right now. Think of like how much easier it would be to live life right now if TV didn't exist. Yes, it'd be it's TV is great for a lot of reasons, movies, shows, you know, like publications, great. But just think how much easier life would be if you weren't inundated with the shit that's on TV. If the radio didn't exist, if you could just wake up and it was immediately the world around you. And that's all that mattered. Because what else really does matter? Except for the four walls that you put yourself in. And when you go outside, as far as that you're willing to walk. Or as far as what somebody else has been willing to walk around you. There's a great simplicity in all of this. There's a great simplicity in, you know, maybe talking to one or two other people outside of your immediate family in a day or maybe even in a week. It's a great simplicity. So, I don't know. You guys tell me. You know, and that's that'll be the question for the day. Head down and go on the same track or pull back the reins. 